All right, welcome back to the Dirty 30. We are here once again. I am Dubs with me as always, the incredible Bobbo Jones. How's it going? It's going good, man. What's going on with you? I'm excited. We're here to recap week two, do a little week three preview. Football's yes. back. Football it's is great. so I wish the I wish the games were a little better, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, well, do you want to kick it off with uh, some Dubs Diamonds? Do it. All right, I'm going to give you the top five. We started with QB last week, so I'm going to work backwards this week. All right. Tight ends. Give the TE some love. Number five, the Jizz Stick. Mike Jasicki with the worst gritty I've ever seen, but 14 points for him. Uh, we're going to get to a lot more Dolphins players. Hey, it's all right. He can do an ugly gritty when you win. True. You know? Facts. Now, had he lost, meme. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when facts. you win, you know, shit slides. It was really bad, though. Number four, Irv Smith. 14.6, five catches, touchdown. He should have had probably 35 fantasy points in this game. He dropped so many passes. He had eight targets, five catches. All three of those uh, non-catches on those targets drops. All of them drops. One was a touchdown, too. Oh, that's bad. It was like it. he beat the entire defense. Like, Eagles' defense was all behind him. One dude even fell going for the pick. Like, he had nobody. Kirk put it in his hands. He was getting hit as he threw. It was honestly Cousins' best throw of the entire night, and Smith dropped it. But oh. still, he's got a spot on Dubs Diamonds this week, so that's that's better than the touchdown, if I do say so hey, myself. It does mean uh, he's getting some looks there, you know? I don't know about now. You know, after all them drops, but... You know, they did want to work him into the offense. Yeah, and after being completely blanked in week one, that good to see. Because yeah. he's been a guy that hasn't been able to get going. I've had high hopes for him every year. Injuries, in man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even I mean, even when he's been healthy, he hasn't gotten the target share that I've liked. I mean, with Jefferson and Thielen there, plus Dalvin Cook, it's been tough. But with Kevin O'Connell leading the way now, that offense is starting to look a little bit different. Maybe they can get him going. It should be steamrolling over people with his good of the pieces that they have. Yeah, I agree. You know? Uh, number three, Zach Ertz, 15.5, helping me out in one of my leagues this week. Uh, Darren Waller, number two, 17 points for Mr. Waller. And leading the way at the tight end position this week, Mandrews, 25.7. Going to see him on this list a lot for tight ends this year. Yeah, dude, that game was wild. I mean, 11 targets for him. Yeah, no, I mean just the the that and the whole entire game was. Oh, wild. I know that whole. I mean, the Dolphins, it was. I mean, we're gonna get to receivers right now. The, the, that game was in, absurd. And yeah. Flat. We were just talking. That was why I went so long on the uh, post show because we were talking overrated QB. We we're talking QB rankings really as a whole. Yeah. Um. Where Where do you think Tua falls? Not to sidetrack us, but I'm just curious. Mm. As a tour owner, like owner, like I don't know if take fantasy out of it. We're just talking like okay, actual QB, like NFL quarterbacks. Where do you rank him? Oh man, I would say outside of the top fifteen. We had him Maybe. at fifteen. You had him at fifteen. At yeah, 15. I'm like I'm thinking like seventeen, eighteen, maybe. Okay. You know, because right. if you take away 
Waddle and Hill. He's nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like the the they're probably the best duo of wide receivers in the NFL. Like, I mean, there's you know what I mean? So it's like if you take them away, it's he's just Tua from when he first got drafted. So yeah, no, I don't agree with you. All these people hyping it up because there's nothing to talk about, you know? Yeah. So don't yeah, don't buy into that shit. If you take them out of it, you know. Well, we'll get to uh, Waddle and Hill in just a second. Uh, wide receivers this week, number five, Cooper Cup, thirty-one point eight. Uh, still, no still the man in L.A. The Matthew That's Stafford right. bromance is in full effect, continuing over for another year, another f- uh, prosperous year in this marriage. Uh, number four, Amon Ross St. Brown, 39.4. This is the steal of everybody's fantasy draft. If you have Amon Ross St. Brown, I'm proud to say I have him in three leagues this year. You're a happy man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got him in a couple leagues. Um, no, I, Nate. Nate grabbed him in the in the uh, rook draft when we started up. Yep. It's, you know, I don't know. It might dip down, you know, whenever Williams comes back. You know, or if you know if Williams gets in there, but I'd hate to see that offense if Williams is healthy and he does get in there. Yeah, the Lions like, like have a I legitimately mean, good offense. Jared Goff yeah. is playing well. They have two good running backs. They've got a ton of targets, and that offensive line is fucking legit. Yeah, I'm on a piece. Like you, you need to own a piece of the the Detroit Lions. It doesn't even matter that it's Goff. It's like there's so much. Even golf is relevant. He's playing good. To. Gary yeah, Goff's absolutely. played well. Yeah, I, no, honestly, no, no. this is. I, the, I agree. Like, I know he made a Super Bowl, but I want to say this is the best I've ever seen Jared Goff play. Yeah, no, I like what they're building in Detroit. You know what I mean? Like, you notice they didn't take a quarterback like everybody else. They're like, no, nah, we we're good with Goff. You know, because then they he has a high contract, but they can go young around him and afford it you know I believe it's expiring I, soon too i know but i i do like what they're building in detroit i do i do as well um but now let's get to the dolphins guys jalen waddle 40 points tyree kill 42 as you we touched on a few minutes ago uh they carried the way oh it was incredible that, dude <laughs> i don't know if i've ever seen two receivers go off like that like they dude there was three 40 point scores in that game they were down 21 in the fourth yeah no i Watched the tail end of it. After we watched the uh, drubbing of the Colts, they Listen, went to that game late. It's no twenty-eight to three, but they gave it their best go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Good week there for the Dolphins, guys. Uh, Stefan Diggs, forty-four point eight, leading the way. Uh, Where well, you want to talk about a bromance? Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs may have more chemistry than any set of players in the NFL. It's like sickening it's like they always find each other like that dude is always open always open to get it to him yep it's Uh, who you gonna put on him because he murdered jalen ramsey twice broke broke his ankles two times in the opening week if the bills and the chiefs aren't playing each other in the afc championship game this year i'd be shocked and by the way i I kind of have hope for the chargers but you and I included you know, still. were like, ah, oh, Jalen Ramsey sucks. That was a horrible, horrible game. He was pretty fucking good against the Falcons. Had yeah, the, Drake, Drake London did have a good game on I, him, though, and, and he covered him some. But, yes, he did show up when they needed it. I will give him that. Uh, running backs. Big, oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
Because the week before he had a, I seen the stat. It was like they threw at him eight times, and it was like seven completions, and I want to say one or two touchdowns. I'm not a hundred percent sure from the Bills game. So yeah, he made up for that with that late interception to seal the win. Oh, the Bills game was seven for seven with two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I knew it was something crazy yeah. like that. I wasn't hundred percent. He was on targeted it, but... seven times, allowed seven receptions and two touchdowns. Yeah, like, it was like so hundred and forty-one yards or something too. They must see something. Um, there's got to be something on film that they see. You know what I mean? That he might not. They be also aware, just but... might be that fucking good. Like, I I don't know. Josh Allen. Dude, they've scored like what ninety points in the first something like that seventy or something points in the first two games. Yeah. Them and the Eagles, just their offense is looking incredible. Um, running backs, number five, Christian McCaffrey, his debut on Dubs Diamonds this year, 16.8 uh, against a New York Giants uh, linebacker core is pretty weak. That typically means Christian McCaffrey's going to have a good week, and he did. Not a classic like 30-point McCaffrey week, but still encouraging to see. Yes, 100%. Austin Eckler, 18.4. Uh, he was your number four this week. He was – I have him in a league, and he was scaring me through the first yeah, half of that I'm, game. He got a ton of garbage time points. Yeah, I got a couple – I got him in a couple leagues, and I'm like – When Herbert was hurt and, like, when they were trying to drive down the field, it was just check down after check down to Eckler, and I was like, that's fine with me. Rack up those points. Dude, speaking of that game – Fucking Herbert is a fucking beast, dude. He didn't break a rib. He tore the cartilage around it. I think that would hurt more than the broken rib, you know? And to come out and still throw a touchdown, like, I mean... I just, dude, when he got like, sacked the play after, I was like, no, he's going to die. We need to yeah, take him dude, out. It was, it was brutal. And then to see him get out and then get up and actually get it, like, it was just like, man, that dude is just... And the way he, like limp the way he ran to the sideline, you could yes. tell he was hurt. And, then and the way he landed, like when yeah. he got hurt, he landed on the dude's helmet. Like that was what did it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the hit, and then he landed on the guy's fucking helmet. Getting I can't even imagine that must hurt. Also, shout out to the dude that sacked him. That's a two hundred plus pound man landing on your head. Yeah, it's it was an ugly play, and I gotta tell you, man, that kid. Jesus Christ. I don't know how he buys underwear with balls that big. Facts. I mean, holy shit, man. Tony it's a shame they lost. Yeah, absolute shame. I was rooting for him. Number three, Tony Pollard, 19.8. Uh, just hopping on over the corpse of Ezekiel Elliott to a Dubs Diamonds appearance. Good for him. Love me some Tony Pollard. Number two. I think he's the clear back to be going with. I don't know why they... It's you know clearly the contract, but... I think Pollard's the guy there, Zeke's and so, he's cheaper. Zeke's yeah, it's so, overrated, man. He's so fucking washed. He it's, doesn't it's not even funny. He doesn't look anything like he used to. No, in that contract, that's why. That's the reason why you don't pay running backs. Right there. Can they get out of that contract? Light? Nope. Or are they gonna eat money? They're just gonna wait. Just gonna wait it out. At least they found a quarterback. Number two, Aaron Jones, 32 points. Uh, f- he was quiet week one, as were most of the Packers. That was not the case in week two. They got him the ball every chance they could. Aaron Jones, yeah. See, now, now that's a one you would pay, though. Like, I don't mind investing in him because he can – you know what I mean? 
Like even with AJ Dillon there, why are you paying two running backs? Yeah, but I don't know. I think you know Dillon's your. Uh, you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be a duo back in the day. They call them Thunder and Lightning. It was like Ron Dane and yeah, somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dylan I mean, think about softens them up, and then the Jones wiggles around them, you know? Steelers with Willie Parker and uh, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, so I think they use him to bang on the inside, and then they use Jones in the little outside zone runs, and then, the, you know, he catches more balls anyway than Saquon. Also, so sh- I kind of see it there, but Zeke is just overpriced. and Like, he was good. At first, he's worth the money. Then you see him, he's like, no, nah, he's bloated and shit. Yeah, it's just... Too much of that eating he does after every play. <laughs> Number one for the backs this week, Nick Chubb barely edged out Jones, 32.3 for him. And I'm just going to quickly breeze through the QBs. Uh, Carson Wentz, 28.8. Josh Allen, 29.7. Uh, my app just crashed. Hold on. Apologies. Number three, Jalen Hurts, 34 points for him. Uh, coming out party, too. Jalen Hurts looked f- fucking amazing. Yeah, animal. Number, number two, two like Tua had uh, a lot of love given to him this weekend. Jalen yeah, Hurts well, deserved well, more praise than anyone. Yeah, no, Jalen Hurts looks really good. And see, that's what happens when you go out and get your quarterback a weapon. You know, that's when you build around your quarterback. Unlike the Patriots who just build around him with Aguilar, Bourne, and... Doing you know, the show just Myers. now with um, Nelly. Uh, shout out, Nelly. We had him on our uh, draft special briefly when the Eagles drafted uh, Jordan Davis. Um, He said he would go to the Titans right now and just give them whatever they wanted for Derrick Henry and just go win the Super Bowl because the Titans aren't going to fucking do anything. Why wouldn't If you're the Titans, what, if, you, if they offered you a first and a third, would you take it? Ooh, for Derrick Henry? Yeah. Not, no fantasy-wise, just NFL. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, just, yeah, I know. I just... First and a third. Oh, a first and a third? Uh, I don't know. Maybe if you throw in a fifth with it, I'd do it. But. I'd take that. First and a third for Derrick Henry. He's 30 years old. Oh, I'm is taking he? that, too. Oh, he's, is he is 30? I he's thought he was 30. 28. 30 years old. Yeah, first and a third all day. He might, maybe he's 29. Hold on. Let me double I, check that. I don't want to fuck that I up. I thought he so was 28. He is 28. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Either way, close up. to 30. Yeah, throw a fifth in there with it, and then I I say it's worth it, and then you maybe get something else back. You know, you get Henry in like a fourth. You know what I mean? Some weird shit like that. Can but you yeah, imagine I that offense it. with Miles Sanders and Henry. You all talk thunder and lightning. Oh no! Are you ship Miles Sanders out? <laughs> you just roll with him, and then you keep like Gainwell or somebody well, like that. Henry maybe. and Gainwell would be nasty too. Yeah, but see, so see what I'm saying? Like you don't even need Sanders. Just yeah, but then. Then you don't also have to run Hurts either. He could still scramble a little bit to keep him honest. Right. But you know what I mean? You don't so have that's to what happens. risk him as much. Yeah. yeah. I, that would be I, – if I'm the Eagles, I, I'm, I'm picking up the phone. Yeah. No, I like uh, – Might as well try, right? Fuck it. I like I mean, that you guys GM look there. incredible right now. Uh, anyway, Lamar Jackson was the last one on the list, 42.6. And uh, I think I will toss it on over to you. Yes, we are going to hop right into We're People 2 this week, where we highlight our kicker and defense of the week. Our defense of the week is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with 28 points, uh, three interceptions, six sacks, two fumble recoveries. I think they had three forced fumbles. They had a touchdown. I mean, dude, it was 
it was an ugly game, but their defense showed up. Two uh, ugly Winston, games for the Bucks this year. Yeah, Winston uh, looking pretty bad, or is it just the the Tampa Bay defense? Uh, I don't know. I really like Jameis Winston, but that's he's looked really fucking good since he got to the Saints. Uh, this is just that Jameis game. You're gonna have him. He just like yeah. goes out there and throws three or four picks, and then he's gonna have a game. You know, a couple weeks from now, where he goes out and throws three hundred yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, no, no, no. That's I, just I, what Jameis does. Yeah, you gotta expect that to come with it. What do you right. think of? Uh, real quick, while we're on Tampa, Beasley. Brady talk about he wants Beasley. Oh, I think it's a pretty solid choice right now. They're hurting yeah. at receiver. Beasley is basically the Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman. like yeah, type thing. Right. So that's what Brady loves. He's gonna put him in the slot. He's probably good for like eight targets this week. Yeah, I'm not very. Uh, I don't got a lot of receiver help. You know, the the ones I do have are being hampered by their shitty quarterback play. So I scooped him up in a desperation bench stash. I will I will say this. It may not be the last time we bring up Cole Beasley the show. No? It might not. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the kicker to finish out where people to this week was uh, McFearless from Cincinnati. 13 points, 3 for 3 field goals, plus uh, one fifty yard field goal. 13 for the week. Love I it. do not have a nice cast this week. Do you have yours? I do have a nice cast this week. Okay. I did not have one. Other than I did like Josh Allen's run that he had. Where he ran over there and then he uh, hopped over the dude and then he like flipped over, put his arm down and then... Mine's Drake London. Flip. Is it? Okay. Drake London was out there casting on the Rams defense. Fucking 6'5", outside receiver. He's built like Mike Evans. He went out there and hit a fucking hurdle. Okay. I watched that game. I think I might have missed that. It was right at the end. It was the Falcons' last drive. Okay. Um, Hootie Hurdle. Was it Ram? Uh, was it Ramsey? I don't think it was Ramsey. Oh man! I think I, I would have. I would have remembered it if it was Ramsey. Because they, they have talking a shit back and forth throughout the game. They have a Ramsey Williams was on London. They have a yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, I think he's the other corner. I think he's it was either him. a safety or a corner. I believe it was him. Yeah. But 24 points to go with it, too. So, uh, Drake London, nice cast this week. Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, let me hit up some busts real quick. Uh, number one this week, Mr. Javante Williams. 15 carries, 75 yards. Uh, one for four receptions, 10 yards, 9.5. That was a pretty ugly game versus Texas. I Versus the Texans, I thought he was going to, you know, I thought uh, Denver was going to steamroll them. There seems to be some... Issues over there in Denver right now. Uh, I mean, I know they lost Judy, but, uh, you know, I was expecting to see something a little bit, you know, more main, you know, streamlined than what's going on over there. Right. Uh, number two was uh, Etienne. He had nine carries, 20 yards, three for three receptions, 33 yards, 8.3. Uh, bust so far. I don't think Peterson actually really likes him that much. I think he's more on the James Robinson thing. You know, because Etienne was, you know, left over from uh, Urban Yeah, Meyer, he doesn't you know? give a fuck where Etienne got drafted. Okay. He does not care. Okay. He, All right. I, I mean, think I'm just it's saying, the like, James Robinson show. Okay. Uh, another name this week on here, Mr. Dalvin Cook. 
And hold on, sorry, just to touch on this one more time. As he fucking should be, James Robinson was an undrafted running back. That's the absolutely ideal position to get a running back. He was a top five running back his first year in the league, and then Urban Meyer went out and drafted a running back first round. That was a horrible decision when it happened. Like that, it's as I think he that should. Was a- I think that was the Urban Meyer trying to be buddy buddy with Lawrence thing because he was yeah, tied to he Lawrence. Yeah, got his guy. Yeah, no, right. I, I get goes, it. You know, yeah, but it was a bad I, choice. Well, yeah, because he's he doesn't really do anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I I watched his brother is at Florida right now. He looks. He's a freshman. He looks way better than Travis. Does he? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know he had a like. I just said I'm not big. And did the college, you know, I only look at the college. I didn't know that he had a brother either, but I've watched both. I guess they've played three now, but I watched Florida's first two games this year, and he was a baller in both of them. Well, Travis is not a baller right now. No. Uh, (laughs) uh, Dalvin Cook, six carries, 17 yards, four for six receptions, 19 yards, Uh, 7.6. The whole Minnesota team, they just looked bad. They looked out of sync. Kirk Cousins was passing more to the other team. You know, it just looked a mess. The run game hasn't got going. I don't remember what he did week one. I don't think it was like a like a big amount, right? Cook, no, we have like no, 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 it like twelve or something. Yeah, it wasn't crazy. Right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, number four was uh, Brandon Cooks, four for ten receptions, fifty-four yards, nine point four. It's the only guy. Like you said, that whole game was kind of weird. But uh, Cooks gets his numbers either way. You know what I mean? It's like every now and then, though, he has that one game where, you know, it's just not there. I don't know if that's a, um a, has to do with Patrick Sertain or not. And uh, this guy right here, Derek Henry, 13 carries, 25 <laughs> yards, one touchdown, 8.50. Dude, Tennessee is in trouble, man. Tennessee sucks. I'm like, I'm going to hit on Tennessee. Like, I'm kind of shit on them all fucking I got a Tennessee. Show long. I, I just. I got a Tennessee fan's perspective on it the, uh, today. Yes. He said, I said, you're in shambles, huh? And he was like, yeah, I've never seen them quit like that. I don't know what's going on. I think it's. I think they're over Vrabel. I think they're over Tannehill. I think when they traded think- away AJ Brown, I think that lost the locker room right there. That basically said we can't win, so we're just going to deal them. That's what that screams to me. And if I'm Derrick Henry and every all the other veterans in the locker room, like yo, why you trade away our best piece, you know, and bring Here's in the thing, especially we saw Robert it. Woods and Traylon Burks. We saw it in this game, especially, and the Giants did it pretty well against them too. I mean, every team has done it at some point against them, but they, now they really have no counter to it. They're just stacking the box. They're like teams are just going to stack the box on you because Tannehill's not a threat. He throws picks, aids, crumbles when you actually need him to. Similar to Kirk Cousins, shout out Monday night, and they don't have the targets. They got rid of AJ Brown. Uh, Robert Woods maybe five years ago could have been a number one guy. Traylon Burks is rookie. Like they they lost. I want. I think they lost six of their top seven receivers. Like their like receptions. Guys that Ugh. led them in receptions last year, they returned one, and it was Westbrook's Akine. They brought in that bum Austin Hooper. Yep. I mean, it's like, and then you still, how do you let A.J. Brown go? You just, you know, that right there told everybody in 
you know, what time it was. Because they're paying their money back too much. Yeah, well, that and, but they're like, man, you just took away. Look, it's a mess, dude. It's a mess. And it actually leads me into my queef of the week, what you were just talking about with Henry, is Jonathan Taylor. Nine (laughs) carries, 54 yards, one for one receptions. I have Jonathan Taylor in a ton of leagues. three. Last, three. last week I went four uh, zero. This week I went one and three. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I had I went ten and sixteen in the ESPN, and I didn't do too bad in the Dynasty three and two, but I lost again in the Money League. Uh yeah, Jonathan Taylor, dude, he should have ran all over up and through the Jags, but like Pittman wasn't there, right? And they're not afraid of. Matt Ryan. They're not afraid of Austin Doolin. They're not afraid of Paris Campbell and, you know, whoever else. So they just stacked the box. Like, he couldn't, dude, he couldn't go nowhere. Now, at the end of the game, that frustration where he finally got a lane and he just blasted that one dude right off his feet near the end of the game. Did you see that? No, I missed that. Dude, he just ran straight through there, juked a guy. This guy ran right up to him and he just lowered his shoulder and (laughs) smashed right into him. Dude, his dreads were flying everywhere. Oh my God, they kept replaying it. It was great. It almost it was a angry run nominee on uh, Good Morning Football. It was fucking incredible, man. I was like, holy shit, that dude's dreads went everywhere. And he Taylor didn't even fall to the ground or none. He just blasted this dude, and then and then the, his teammate came and tackled him. And then he stood up and was just staring him. Oh, dude, it was fucking great. But that was the frustration boiling over from seeing all them dudes in the box all game long, you know? Because Matt Ryan is another uh, Ryan Tannehill. Matt Ryan looks horrible in Indy. Yeah, they they should call Philip Rivers. <laughs> should call Philip Rivers. Uh, got your nitty pow real quick. Yeah, my nitty pow is Nelson Aguilar. Oof, nice. He had a phenomenal week. Uh, Twenty three point five points. Had the big touchdown catch. Looked like prime Randy Moss out there. It was, it was beautiful to see. I was talking so much shit about Aguilar in the week leading up to that. So good for him. He made up for his fumble from week one, and uh, he is our nitty pow in week two. Dontrell Hilliard and Nelson Aguilar. Also this week, DraftKings, another great matchup versus Baltimore. 4100 bucks. Yeah, that's Not solid. bad. Little flex play. That's solid. Uh, before we get into uh, sleepers real quick, I got a couple questions for you. A couple people had a couple questions for you. Ready? A little rapid fire, all right? Here we go. If A-Rob has another good game, is it time to sell high? Yes. Time to sell? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Guy Fliegman wants to know what to do with Deontay. He's getting his targets, but the yards aren't there. Try to trade or wait for Pickett? I would hold on and wait for Pickett. Uh, Deontay Johnson is... He looks special whenever you see him like running routes. Whenever he does get a catch, like he just he looks like one of those top receivers. And um, I just it's Mitch. It's just Mitch. It's not any. It's not Deontay's fault. And I think the picket switch is coming soon enough. Okay. Uh <clears throat> last but not least here, what do you do with DJ Moore? Baker Mayfield killing. He's just killing him. The touchdown saved his week. Without the touchdown, it's it's bad. A repeat. Yeah, yeah. I know. 
And if you look at his last like six or seven games, they're all basically the same. Like I don't think you could move him if you wanted to. Yeah, that's you know? the and problem. If you did get something, it'd be I crap, right? That, yeah, that's the thing. I think if you moved him right now, it wouldn't be anywhere close to the value that it could be if you hold on to him because he's going to be there next year regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, Baker is might that, not be. Is Darnold on IR? I don't know what's up with Darnold. I really don't. How long? How many games do they lose with Baker before they give? Darnold looked okay the first few weeks last season. Like he looked better I, than Baker's looked. I just like him because he peppers the shit out of <laughs> DJ Moore with targets. But yeah, he I does. Mean, it's like winter. I like. I've seen enough of Mayfield. Well, I've got, seen enough of Mayfield to know that he's not the guy. I also like don't. He's a backup, like I, Trubisky. I think they're gonna go to Matt Corral before they go to Sam Darnold. No, I know I like Matt Corral, but he's on IR for the year. Right. So, so that's what I'm saying. I think they're probably year, just yeah. gonna ride so out Baker for the year. Be like, okay. Baker wasn't it. Time for him to go, and then Baker will be done. That that's the end of that. And then we got Matt Corral waiting in the Corral versus yeah versus Darnold in a little battle. Right. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. And I know we and, just I know we just brought up Kenny Pickett. Uh, you want fun fact for the day? Kenny Pickett is older than Jalen Hurts. He is. He is. Dude, I think Kenny Pickett is ready to go now. Just answer me this. I mean, that's supposed to be his could thing. Be He's NFL worse. ready. Could it be any worse than Trubisky? Trubisky even said himself, yeah, I'm missing my receivers. I got to get to move the ball down the field. You know, Tomlin's and- like, yo, I want my receivers. Go deep. Dude, Deontay Johnson's had... Uh, like twenty something, like almost twenty targets in two games, but he's had he had fifty seven yards. It's like you're right. he missed him. He only caught six of the ten targets, and he only had fifty seven yards. It's like they're short passes, and he's even missing those. It's like when do you you know you lose again, then you turn to the kid. Like how, how worse can it be? Yeah, I hear you. I think they should have done it already, but that's just me. Um you want to get into some sleepers? We'll I don't, this thing up. but let's do it. I'm sure you don't. It was a <laughs> bad week. So we've made an amendment to uh, our sleepers. Last year, we just had uh, sleepers, and our sits was a completely different category. Uh, this year, we've gonna, we're going to switch it up a little bit. So our sleepers, we're, you know, we pick our three, we add up our points, and that's our winner. So we're going to have our sit subtract from our total points. So... Uh, for example, I'll read yours off first. You you went with Singletary, 4.1 yep. points. Darnell Mooney, 0. 0.6. That let me down right there. That scared me. I actually talk about that before we get out of here, but go ahead. Bobby Tanyan, 3.1. On a pitch count. Grand okay. total of 7.8. And then Ouch. we're going to factor in your sit. So we're going to subtract Damian Pierce, who had 8.7. So that brings you to a grand total of negative 1.1. Ouch. Ouch. A bad week. Yes, it's okay, but I got some better choices this week. All right. For your sake, I hope so. (laughs) So I had Corey Davis, 16.3. Good pick. Josh Palmer, 13. Good pick. Rex Burkhead, 2.9. Ouch. Ouch. Still grand total of 32.2, which, I mean, even dating back to last year, that's a pretty solid number for sleepers. And your sit was DuVernay, right? Who had 12.2, which brings me down to 20 on the dot. Okay. 
Uh, so I've claimed victory in the first week of the sleepers. Uh, yep, that's I, one scratch mark to you. It sh- sure is. I'm going to add another one to the tally this week, hopefully. But I'm going to pick first. I know you picked first last week. Um, that's fine. I'm going to go with Greg Dortch. He is currently the number two receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler has shown him some love in both games so far. And uh, 15 points last week. He had four targets, caught all of them, got the touchdown. So I am, uh, I'm going with Greg Dortch, my first pick. Uh, by the way, little guy. It's yes, like, I actually like that pick. I he's like 5'6". Like Might yeah, just I lose him, him on the field. I picked him up in our league again because I need some wide receiver help. Before I get to my pick real quick, I am going to have some sad news for fantasy, dude. I finally dropped Komet 4 from my roster. I just... Chicago's a mess. I read some stats today. Uh, Fields is... Every time he sees, he sees pressure at like 55%, right? In his face. Every time he drops back, there's pressure in his face. 55% of the time. 30% of his throws are off target. Darnell Mooney, Kokomet, in two games have only had a total of seven targets. I think Justin Fields is a faster Mitch Trubisky. They're they're actively tanking, but they've already supposedly got their franchise quarterback, which is a wild move. Dude, he's not their franchise quarterback. Go right, but that but they tra- his shit. I it's, know. I don't all like his fields receivers either. are wide open. I got you. But what I'm saying is they traded up to get a quarterback in the first round last season and they're actively tanking. Like that Dude, it just doesn't get him make, hurt. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like why would if like they're he's basically admitting that he's not the guy because if he was the guy they'd be trying to build around him and they're clearly not doing that. They're yeah, no. Tanking. He's just a no, yeah, they're letting him rock it. They can't so get they can get a better. Pick. They can't get out of Soldier Field until like twenty twenty seven or whatever. So they're just gonna fucking ride this out, get a bunch of draft picks, and just like have a new team ready to go for when they move into their new stadium. That's what they're doing. Okay. No, they're still gonna be the Bears, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. They're just gonna stadium, have a pretty right? stadium. Okay. Yeah. All right, they're staying in Chicago. They're moving an hour outside, but they're still gonna be the Chicago Bears. Okay. Dude, They're moving to Arlington Heights. They bought a racetrack there last year. It's ugly. I mean, I all he can do is run. He can't throw. I mean, there's dudes open and shit. He's just not hitting them. I mean, how are you off? Like, his off-target thing at 30% is like second worst in the league or something like it's that. so bad. Yeah, he's... In college, all his guys were open. I've anyway. never seen somebody pop the ball up like he does. But yeah, anyway... Okay, here we go. My first pick this week. Give me some Josh Jacobs. Again, going against Tennessee. We're shitting on defense on Tennessee here. Tennessee's defense has more holes than the Iraqi Navy. I mean, it's it's like an <laughs> Afghan, dude. There's holes everywhere. I'm telling you, man, I like him to break double digits for the first time this year. All right. Uh, Saquon broke knees, lit them up. So I think uh, Josh Jacobs, who's getting a majority of the uh, touches there, you know, I think they sprinkle in a little Abdullah here, and uh, I can't think of the other cat's name off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, give me some Josh Jacobs this week against Tennessee. 
All right. My number two pick this week is going to be, drumroll, Cole Beasley. Like it? I I love it. it. We already talked about him a little bit. I mean, that's basically my explanation. Tom Brady loves those receivers. He basically asked for Cole Beasley to be signed. They went and got him. They're hurting at receiver. I think he's going to see a hefty amount of targets. No Evans. No Godwin. No Jones. Russell Gage is banged up. I think they got, what, Scotty Miller? And, uh... It's it's going to be Russell Gage, a hurt Russell Gage. It's going to be... Cole Beasley and it's going to be Scotty Miller. Okay, all right, I like that. Because if he, if they, can he make make it in time to be added to the team and play Sunday? I believe that's because I. He's on the practice squad right now, right? Okay, all right. I wasn't sure. I know that I could be mistaken, and if that's the case, I'll fucking eat the. I'll eat the points, but I think. Okay, I'm just. I was just curious because I seen they just signed him to the practice squad. He hadn't been elevated to the roster yet but uh that's all right i like it i hope he does go off like i said i desperation i scooped him up uh my number two sleeper this week is mr cam Akers. mcveigh challenged him to to bring his balls to work and he did uh last week against uh atlanta i think he saw more touches than henderson henderson got the touchdown but uh acres was actually running all over the place he was hitting the holes pretty quick had a little, you know, pep in his step. I figure, you know, when the boss specifically calls you out, you know what I mean? You should show up. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I like the matchup this week against Arizona. Uh, so give me some Cam Akers this week. I still think they split, but I still, you know, a uh, little flex play there. I think you could flex both of them and be all right. I think he gets more run, and then Henderson catches more of the passes and the goal line stuff. But in between, it's I think it goes to Akers. Um, I'm going to, I'm torn on my third pick. There's two guys I'm torn between. I, I know I got a bunch of guys listed. There's a smart play. And then there's a play I want to go with, with my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to take the smart one in case Cole Beasley doesn't play. Noah Brown from the Cowboys. Um, they're obviously hurting at receiver. Cooper Rush clearly had the most chemistry with Noah Brown. Uh, he was second on the team in targets behind only C.D. Lamb. If C.D. Lamb receives the number one you know, coverage guy, I uh, like Noah Brown to have another good week. They're playing the Giants Monday night. Uh, sign me up. I will say uh, you can draft him if you want. My la- The guy I was torn with was Hayden Hurst. Okay. No, I like that. I like Hayden Hurst. So those are my three in an honorable mention, and I'm honestly I'm still torn on my sit as well. Hey, I am gonna go with Jacoby Myers. He saw 13 targets last week. Uh, they are gonna have to throw to keep up with Baltimore, dude. There's just no way around it. Um, I'm sorry, but 17 points is not gonna get it done. Nope. You know that 17 you scored against the Steelers, you only got that because. You- Mitch Trubisky sucks, you know, and all Mac. I mean, I understand the Steelers are pretty good, but all you could mustard was 17 points. I just, I don't think that's going to fly. So they're going to have to chuck it a ton. Again, I like Aguilar and Myers this week. You know, I actually like Hunter Henry a little bit too, but I'm going to give me some Jacoby Myers this week. Josh Jacobs, 
Cam Akers, Jacoby Myers. I almost went with Traylon Burks to give Tennessee some love, but I'm going to stick with Jacoby Myers. Another uh, Tampa Bay receiver we forgot to, Prashad Perriman. Yes, he's actually got some chemistry going with Brady too. Yeah, he does. He I don't think Brady too. has like that Evans bullshit. Brady doesn't like that. Like I understand they were John and shit, but there was no need to like. Now you're suspended, and it's like, dude, you think he's happy that he's? Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure he appreciates you getting his back, but he also yeah. needs you the following week so they can win. You know, hundred percent agree. It's like, um, do you not want another trophy? Who's your sit? We already talked about him as well. And this is why I was torn because I went with another I was gonna go with another guy and then we started talking about this guy and I was like, I think that's my sit. DJ Moore. Ooh. Cause you know who didn't get suspended? I can't think of his name. The guy that Mike Evans checked. Marshawn Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, okay. I couldn't think of his name. I'm like, that I know man he's a did not get suspended, and he's gonna be all over DJ Moore this week. I don't know. Uh they said that uh, he hasn't he hasn't been shadowing a lot. He might shadow him, he might not, but no, I agree with you. And it, what sucks is I got to play him. So So, TJ Moore, that's my sit. All right, my sit. I'm swinging for this one, man. You you know, we t- I talked about this earlier there down in Dallas. I'm going to sit Zeke, man. Okay. Versus the Giants on Monday. I know this sounds crazy, but listen to this. He's had 25 totes over two games. He has 105 yards, no touchdowns. Pollard has way more. Has, you know what I mean? Pollard is eating those numbers up. So it's like I just, I don't know. I don't think he is the play. I think Pollard is the play. But I understand people are probably going to start him anyway, but I just, I don't think he does anything. All right. I'm going to hit you with a little league recap, and then we are going to get out of here. Just Joshin beat Team Wendo Honky to improve to 2-0. Honky is now 0-2. Hogan's Heroes beat the Cellar Dwellers to be 1-1. The Dwellers are also 1-1. Pickle Nate beat Three Ways A, ending up to 2-0. Team Three Way is 1-1. Chandler Bing beat Wadi Dynasty, making both of them end up being 1-1. One one. Adar Sodar lost to Greasy Operator, dropping to 0-2 while Greasy is 2-0. And, oh. and the game of the week goes to the Ball Fondlers and Dirty Duff of the Week, uh, where it was a tight game, 107.98 to 100.76. Dirty Duff, no, uh, the Ball Fondlers got the win. Yeah, seven points, man. That's crazy. Uh, ball fallers are one and one, and Dirty Duff is zero and two. Take us out of here. All right, good show once again. We'll be back next week, um, recapping week three and uh, previewing week four. Make sure to check out uh, all of our other content: Stone Sports, Half Ounce, Half Hour, and uh, make sure to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will see you next week. Peace.